Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 903 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn, and joining us, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, he is the executive director of the college football playoffs. He's Bill Hancock. Good morning to you, Bill. Rob, good morning. I have a question. How do you determine the, the sequence for introducing yourselves? I mean, is it alphabetical order? Is it the order of the most uh, handsome person goes first? Well, that, no, that would be me. That would be me. See, Ed Norris was a police commissioner in Baltimore and New York, and he played on a wire. So he would go before me automatically. <laughs> and I'd go last because I'm the ugliest, and I used to deliver pizzas. <laughs> So that means I just pick up whatever's left. Yeah, so so you, you go you go in that order. You know he he played on the wire, which is you know, arguably the greatest show of all time. So you know I, I I'll, I'll go number two. <laughs> no, it's like it's like Jordan and and uh, Kobe. If all you have for Kobe is to say he's not better than Jordan, and Kobe's pretty good. <laughs> Kobe's pretty good. Uh, man, this has been probably I, – I said to these guys last week, I want chaos. I want Alabama to beat Georgia, and I called that one a month ago. I want Alabama to beat Georgia because I think they will create such chaos, and I love chaos. And and that's why I want to sit in that seat over there. I'm still politicking for that. But tell me what the room was like Saturday night and Sunday morning. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. We always have fun at this. And uh, yes. for Ed and Jeremy, Rob has been lobbying to be on the committee. <laughs> Don't um, do that. And, and, but I just said all he has to do is retire. <laughs> so pretty simple. <laughs> it, it, it was uh, the conversations were pointed. There was a healthy debate. Um, everybody knew what was at stake. And the committee came out with the best four teams. That's their charge. That's their only charge. Give us the best four teams. And they did it. How is it? I mean, this Florida State was eliminated or excluded. First time an undefeated school from Power Five Conference was excluded since 2014, since the inception. Um, How heated was that discussion? Everything focused on that, of course. Um, we create small groups of teams that can be compared against each other. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to it, of course, it was Texas, Alabama, 
Florida State, and then and then Ohio State was in the mix there. We had more quality teams than we've had in, in all the 10 years. And that's just the circumstances that the committee had to deal with. More good teams than ever before. Yeah, I was just hoping that you guys might get together and say, you know what, we're just going to put six in. Screw it. Let's just do it. We'll do it. We'll do it live. Let's ha- let it happen. Um, give me give me your thought process on Georgia because everybody's clearly focused on FSU. I was one saying they were number one all year. You know, they've been undefeated for the past couple. They lose a tough game uh, against Alabama, and then all of a sudden they're out. It just it felt rough, but you guys didn't have an easy decision to make. You know, there were there were four slots available. And uh, as we said, six, I mean, there, there were six deserving teams, six really good good teams. And uh, you, you can't discount Ohio State and Oregon either. So it was just a, just a, a strange circumstance for the committee. Here with Bill Hancock. He is the executive director of the college football playoffs. Bill, I think it was about eight years ago when he talked about, maybe six years ago, he talked about expanding the playoffs, the, the beginning of that talk. And I was vehemently against it. I hated it. I thought it, it ruined the integrity of the of the regular season. And I admitted to you two years ago that I flipped on that, uh, that I think it was a good idea. I think ever if you needed a commercial for why you need to expand 12 teams, the 2023 <laughs> season provided that commercial because let's forget about the top four for, for, for uh, instance. You tell me if you expand this thing, you got Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma in it. That was that's just sensational. And now you're going to have teams like uh, LSU and Arizona saying why they aren't in it. I just think this year provided your ultimate commercial on why you need to expand the 12. Well, if there was ever a year, you're right. This was the year. Uh, if we weren't going to expand to five this year <laughs> or six, um, kidding about that. <laughs> and, and y'all, you're, you're not the only one who's mentioned that. That all we have to do is just go six. Well, it's not possible, of course. Yeah. But the the twelve will be great. There will be so many more teams in the hunt uh, that will increase the scrutiny on the committee as we get to those teams ranked what in the ten to fifteen range. Mm-hmm. So it will really move the pressure point from the third, fourth, and fifth teams to eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and. Remember that now one of the slots goes to the hot to the slots right now go to the six highest ranked conference champions. So Liberty would be in the playoff um, and, and would, would frankly would knock out Oklahoma. Now, that won't be the case because, of course, Oklahoma and Texas will be in new conferences. Mm. Oregon and Washington will be in new conferences. But that would have been the case. Really that would have been the case this year. That would have been the case this year. Yeah. Liberty would have been in, as it turned out, and mm. Oklahoma out. So 12 is not – that's not going to eliminate people being heartbroken. Uh, it's just going to sort of change the heartbreak line from 3, 4, 5, 6 down to somewhere in that 12 to 15 range. Mm. When was the last time you saw a group I, – I thought from the outside this was one of the most talented top tens I've ever seen, and you kind of mentioned along the way, was the last time you saw this much talent in the, in the top six teams? Because usually this is a clear, I think, a, a clear decision is who's one through four. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't clear this year. Uh, well, it, it was for the committee as they came out of the room. Yeah, They knew who the four were. You know, I think, see what y'all think of this. I think the difference is the quarterbacks. I don't remember a year when we've had so many exceptional quarterbacks. Uh, down, down the line, 
Um, there's always defenses, front sevens. We see great front sevens in college football. But, man, this year we had some really, really good quarterbacks. Hey, but Bill, I'm like I'm really I'm one of the few that might be unbelievably happy that you guys put Texas in. I, I like them a lot. I love that defense. I love the way they're playing. Um, what do you think of this Texas team? They the signature win against Alabama is really probably what sets them apart, and they really did just destroy Oklahoma State in every facet in that game. Well, they sure did. They sure did. Both sides of the ball, they're strong. Yep. Uh, there's another. There's another quarterback. Uh, they lose the one running back, and they just plug in another one. Uh, solid defense. And that Texas-Alabama game, when that game happened, September 9th, I believe it was, Mm -hmm. we were all saying, oh, man, the committee will be talking about this one on December 3rd. And And it proved to be true. There he is, Bill Hancock, the executive director of college football playoffs. Bill, it's an honor to have you on and your position to come on and just be transparent with us like this on what's going on behind the scenes. We appreciate you. Well, Thank you all. The honor is mine, and uh, let's do it again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Bill. Thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. That's I mean, think about it. He's I the know. executive director of the college football playoffs. He comes on, he's just, just downright transparent, man. It's just so weird. How did he know I was ugly? So gracious. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his social media. I told him. I told him. <laughs> he follows me on Twitter. U G L Y. That's what he's spelling out for you. Uh, Rick Ritter joins us at 930. But on the other side, who we got, Jeremy? Okay. Is that coming up? Uh, okay. Melissa Kim's going to call in. <laughs> She's going to tell us how okay. much the Ravens will win by this weekend. She's and then, right? One of Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joe, you played this song for Melissa Kim? This is an odd song to play for her. No, he played this song for me. Oh, for you. We're giving away two tickets to see Jason Aldean on the Highway Desperado Tour. On August 30th, 2024, Jiffy Lube Live, courtesy of Live Nation, 410-583-1057. Did you know it's 1057 miles to Kansas City? That's what I heard today. That's what I learned. Wow. It's 1057, hey. actually. It's not 105. I said a... Th- 105.7. He doesn't know. Hey, t- turn that up a little bit. I'm going to try to see. I'm going to try to... Profile Melissa and see if she likes this. 
Oh, 100%. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, she is our very own Melissa Kim. What's up, Melissa? Hello. Big Green Tractor, like, hello. I know country music, yes. What are you going to profile here? Do you like country music? I love country music. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah, there's so many sites when you go to a concert, you might see me in some booty shorts and a cowboy hat, and it's it's a good it's a good time out there. <laughs> it's nice to put the accent on too. Like, yeah. what, what if Andrew Bocelli was playing? Like, would you? Are you in it? No, you got to give me some because Andrew Andrea Bocelli is. Uh, I, I would have to think of someone else who's. Uh, but he's. It's a me, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> Classy fellow, Andrea Bocelli. It's a Bocelli. <laughs> I'm making a pasta. Oh my god! Everybody's in bounds here, Melissa. A little bit more, please. No, oh the only god. people I can make fun of are the Irish and Italians. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the white trash. <laughs> country music. I lived in Alabama. Of course, I love country music. You listen to Alabama? You go back I, that far? Uh, I did. Mm. Oh, wow. How about I, that? I said, I said, no, Alabama's a vibe. I love Alabama. I said 100% you like this song. What are you talking about? You act like we said the opposite. Just making sure. Yeah, I, I, I thought you, I, I thought you were a fan of, cut, of the country music. No doubt about it. I'm not, but yeah, do your thing. I love it. Ravens coming off a bye. They're good coming off a bye. They take on the Los Angeles Rams. Melissa, uh, if you were on the coaching staff, what side of the ball would keep you awake about the Los Angeles Rams? I mean, listen, Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald for a reason, right? I'm looking out for that defense. I talked to um, John Simpson and Kevin Zeitler one-on-one yesterday in the locker room, and they both said the way that John put it was that uh, that Aaron Donald runs on a different motor than everybody else. And I was like, explain what you mean by that, you know, for the folks that don't necessarily know. And he said the guy that he most closely that most closely resembles that he played with Max Crosby when he was in Las Vegas. And he said that Max Crosby runs kind of like that too on a different motor. And he said, you know, those guys like play almost like 98% of the snaps and every single snap, it's like, it's their first rep. You know what I mean? So he said that what I, Aaron Donald runs on a completely different motor. So they're definitely going to have their hands full with him um, this weekend. What about the Rams receiving core? I mean, Cooper Cup had the triple crown. I mean, and Puka Nakua has been, you know, this incredible story as a rookie. Does this worry you at all with the, you know, the secondary depth? Um, it doesn't. Puka Nakua, though, like Cooper Cup aside, being a veteran, but like, what a great story he is too, right? I yeah. mean, it's hard not to, even though he's on the other team right now, it's hard not to love him. And Coach Harbaugh talked about Puka. Um, on Wednesday, too, he said, you know, honestly, he's a guy that we had our eyes on during the draft, and so I certainly, he's certainly very familiar with him. Um, but in terms of the Ravens' secondary, I mean, they're playing some of their best ball right now. You know, I mean, Kyle Hamilton, what more can you say about Kyle Hamilton? I mean, he's been playing so, so well, and, you know, you look at, can literally play any position in that defense, pretty much, more or less. Marlon Humphrey actually said that as well earlier in the week. And, um, you know, as for the rest of the guys, Marcus Williams and Geno Stone, I mean, we've seen what they can do, you know, and Marcus I know, has been battling some injury, you know, issues here and there. But at that, in that sense, you know, the depth has been, it's been there. So I think that the, I think that they'll be, they'll be okay. So uh, with the weather being questionable on Sunday, it sounds like it's going to be windy and rainy. Uh, who do you yeah. think that favors? Is it the Ravens because of the strong running game? Or I said if it's just a light rain, I think that could end up favoring the passing game for the Rams. But with the wind, I think it's going to be very difficult. To yeah, I mean, that's definitely been a big topic of conversation with all the coaches this week and with the guys, too. You know, everyone 
Kevin Zyla told me, like, look, like weather is something, the one factor in this that you cannot control. And so you kind of have to adjust to whatever, whatever the situation is. And we do expect a lot more running the ball. I mean, I'm not a meteorologist, but like the last time I checked, it looked like it was like high winds, heavy rain, which is not exactly like, it's like backyard, it's like schoolyard football weather. You know what I mean? And so running the ball certainly favors the Ravens, especially when you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback. Let's be real. Yeah, you're right about that here with uh, Melissa Kim joining us. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, the big story about him uh, on ESPN, how his numbers QBR has been down the last three weeks because he's been such in the in the pocket so much. Time for them to get move him out of the pocket. You think this is a strategy that Todd Munkin needs to employ to uh, make Lamar even more effective? Ah, I I don't know about that, but um, you know I think that they're they're not necessarily looking at that big picture as a whole. I think they're really looking at things week by week as mundane and trite as it sounds, as I always say. But I mean, it's it's been working, right? I mean, what what Coach Mungin has been putting together has been working. They're nine and three. I think the record speaks for itself. And in terms of the week in week out, it's game planning per team, right? And the especially I know that there's been a, some chatter about you know after the bye week, is there going to be kind of like a lull coming off of the bye week? I don't necessarily think so. I think they really needed that bye week. A lot of the guys for their mental, physical, and emotional well being for their soul and their spirit as well. So um, you know, in talking to guys, therapist. Well, you're a therapist? <laughs> no, but, like, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm a big, like, mental health person. Like, I mean, emotional stuff does matter. Mental health stuff does matter for this this kind of thing. And I think a lot of them did need a mental break. Some of them, like, you know, left the country. Some of them, like, just went home. John Simpson, he was like, I went home, sat on my couch, I slept a little bit, and he's like, and I ate a bunch of oysters. I was like, awesome. Like, cool. Like, that was your bye week, you know. Kevin Zeitler, like, <laughs> Kevin Zeitler, this was so cute. Kevin Zeitler took, he has two little girls, and he and his wife took his two little girls to New York to go see the Rockefellers on a Christmas tree and to go to FAO Schwartz and to do, like, all the fun, like, New York Christmas things. So it really was such a lovely break, I think, for a lot of them. I'm like, really like much needed like in whatever they needed to do but i think that in that sense they needed they needed that you know what i mean and so now that they're back refreshed a little bit i mean they all sound ready to attack the last five games of the season let's well, so we're asking people come on this is question because who's the best team in the afc right now afc overall it's right right I now mean, yeah who do you think the best team is right now From what I've seen this past, are we counting like here's the thing? Though, are we are we going to be like college football playoff committee right now and just say like the best team right now, or are we looking at like overall the season or just like? At the I, I think he specifically used the words right now. <laughs> and overall, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. unless you have a okay. you know uh, some kind of math uh, uh, way of putting it together, where it's you know cumulative. I mean, if we're, if, I mean, right now, I think that the Ravens are. You know what I mean? I think that they are the best team in the AFC. You want to look at, like, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, like, a maybe iffy situation. The Chiefs obviously just lost, you know, this past week, too, so to the Packers. And so I, I think the, I mean, the Ravens are. I mean, they didn't, they didn't even play a game this week, and they're, like, you know, rising up the, or they're second in the AFC. So I do think the Ravens are at the moment. Yeah, I so, do, too. I've been keeping track of this all year long. Melissa's come on and made a prediction. Uh, she's nine and three in her picks in the Ravens games. What, is it, what are the Ravens? Uh, they're nine and three in their games okay. as well. Okay. So uh, give me a prediction. He's doing pretty Sunday. good. Yeah. I mean, look. He's... I mean, come on. That's 
93 is great, you guys. Uh, yeah. It's way above 500, okay? I just wanted to go in with an above 500 record. Here, if okay? we lived in Arizona, you'd be 2 and 10. What are you saying? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, first of all, I would not always pick the Cardinals. I mean, like, I see what they're doing on the field. Um, no, I, I, look, it's going to be messy. It's going to be sloppy. But, I mean, I think the Ravens are the better team in this situation. This is the best. All right, Melissa, well, where, where can we hear you? Uh, you'll hear me tonight from 7 to 9 on Game Day's Lockdown and on pregame and postgame on Sunday as well. Melissa, you're the best. Talk you're to you nice. next week. Around. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to keep you down. <laughs> Uh, Joe LaCroix's Encore at 945, but on the other side, the man, Rick Ritter from WJZ-TV, breaks down the Ravens and Rams and tells us, well, he'll be this weekend and beyond. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 9.31 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. in the mood with that one, I man. knew he was going to start smiling over mm. that. You good? Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> Joining good us right stuff. now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, my man Rick Ritter. What's going on, Rick? Man, that might be the new Friday song right there. You want that? <laughs> that that's fire. That's fire. Rick, we're going to talk some, uh, some, some Phillies baseball because it's relevant to the Orioles. We'll talk that a little bit later, but right now, Baltimore Ravens coming off a bye. Very good coming off a bye. Uh, Lamar Jackson coming off a bye as well. Can this be one of those breakout games for him where he just goes off, uh, not only throwing the ball, but also running the ball on fresh legs? I hope so, and I, and I think it can be. Look, obviously they, they had a long stretch of the season. I think Harbaugh picked a great time with the bye to do it now. Um, he's a little sick, but he'll be all right for Sunday. Everything will be good to go. He's going to have fresh legs. And I'm, we're kind of waiting for him to have that game where he kind of breaks out in terms of the running department. I think him, Keaton, Gus, that's where they're going to win this game, in the trenches on Sunday, dominating in the run game. Because I'll tell you what, the Rams are, are no joke. I know you guys have been talking about it, just the talent that they have on the offensive side of the ball. But if they can control the game, really control the line of scrimmage, and I'm expecting Keaton to kind of go off here. Maybe this is his 100-yard game, too. I think that they're going to be all right, and they'll take care of business. Do you have any concern? Because one of the things I'm concerned, Lamar seems to be much better when he's not pressured, just statistically. 
Aaron Donald, because of, not only because Aaron Donald, but where he plays, you know, on the defensive line, we've seemed to have trouble protecting the A gap occasionally, more than occasionally. Um, some people say Lindebaum's a little weaker in pass, you know, protection than he is against the run and the like. So the middle of the line's a little suspect. Any concern about that with Donald coming in? I mean, look, Donald's still the real deal. Anybody who thinks that he's older now and he, he, he's dropped off significantly, that is far from it. I mean, look, he's not the same guy from five years ago, but he's still one of the best pass rushers in the league. There's no doubt about it. Linderbaum's got his hands full, and it is going to be a heck of a test. So what I'm looking to see from Lamar, which we, we kind of – it's so funny. Everybody knock on him a couple of years ago was that he wasn't going through his progressions. Constantly he was taking off. He wasn't comfortable in the pocket throwing the ball, and he was running. Now to me, this season – Sometimes I wish he wouldn't get to that third and fourth read and that he would take off and go. Take what the defense is giving you. So if Donald's giving you that pressure up front, slide in the pocket a little bit. If you get to your first or second and maybe even your third progression and it's not there, you got to take off and go. That's it. I want to see Lamar start beating some people with his legs. Kind of show me some glimpses of the guy who won MVP a couple of years ago when he had all those rushing yards. Like Rob alluded to early in the show, we've yet to see that. And I do think that this is the week, the fresh legs and kind of, because of the game script and the way it's going to be with this light rain that's going to be consistent throughout the day on Sunday, whatever team can dominate in the trenches and get the run game going, I think walks away with the W. And, I mean, the Rams, Kyrie Williams, for anybody who's not familiar with him, this is one of the best young running backs in the league. Like, out of Notre Dame, he was a stud at UND. Uh, He was a stud early on in the season when he was finally getting touches. Then he got banged up. But this guy came back and has not missed a step. He is the real deal as well. And the Rams can make some noise on offense. Now that Stafford's got the run game, it opens things up for Puka and Cooper, who are one of the best one-two punches in the league in terms of receivers. I, Rick, I don't think this has been a great NFL season just overall from a viewing standpoint. We talked about this weekend having six games. I think it is now under 40-point totals, the 30-point total last night in the Patriots game. But it is kind of weird now down the stretch where it seems like we are going to get some great games. You get Bills Chiefs this weekend. Eagles, Cowboys, which is huge. The 49ers are playing probably the best football in the league. And then now you see teams like the Colts and the Texans kind of sneaking back into it and other teams falling out. I think the NFL inherently always fixes itself and we all get excited over it. But who's playing the best football right now? Yeah, that's a good question, Jeremy. And it's a great point, too, because when the schedule came out back in May and we all kind of looked at it, especially with the Ravens, and I know the Eagles as well, you looked at this stretch and you were like, all right, this is the gauntlet of the stretch of the schedule right here. This is going to be tough. And for anybody or any fan out there who has kind of felt that way, well, this is your time to get back in. I mean, you got teams like the Colts in Houston who are trying to get into that playoff spot, which is always fun to watch those teams who can turn it around from one year to the next. But then it's kind of like we're going to find out who's who right now. We're going to see how good Miami is. We're going to see how good Baltimore is. Philly kind of got exposed last week against San Francisco, although that was a tough part of their schedule as well with some of these teams that they had going on. I think, to me, right now, the team that's playing the best football, and I had said this a couple of weeks ago because somebody said, hey, the Eagles, what do you think? And I said, the Eagles are not a complete team right now, and they're not. I don't care what anybody says. San Francisco's playing the best football right now. For Brock Purdy and them to come into that environment on Sunday and look the way that he did after a couple of series and getting comfortable and getting the shakes out, San Francisco, uh, they can do it all. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. The defense with the pass rush – I mean, they're, to me, the top team. And as far as the AFC, all eyes for me right now are on that Baltimore-Miami game. I want to see how those two teams are going to match up in a couple of weeks because Miami and the speed that they have on the offensive side and what Mike McDaniel is doing and just the genius that he is, uh, Miami is looking as good as anyone right now. Yeah, no doubt about that. Here with uh, Rick Ritter from WJZ-TV. All right, Rick, you brought up Philly. 
I'm going to bring up Philly. The Orioles just signed Craig Kimbrell. Don't do it. Don't do it. One-year contract, $13 million. You are a Philly fan. Uh, Raise the Philly fan. Your thoughts on that move? Good luck. That's what I'm going to say to you guys. Good luck. Um, Look, Kimbrell was great early on in the season. Now, as the season went on, fatigue, mental space, whatever you want to call it, Kimbrell fell apart at the end of the year. Not just in the postseason. Anybody who was following the Phillies at the end of the year – fell apart in the final 20 or so games. And then when he got to the postseason, obviously that was an issue as well. Now you could allude to Rob Thompson throwing him out there too many times, which I definitely think was part of it. I mean, they pitched him literally until the guy's arm fell off. But if Baltimore is expecting him to be the closer and the guy from five years ago, it's not happening. And I mean, Kimbrell made $10 million last year. He gets $13 million from the O's. Um, I like him as a guy who can eat up some innings. Like maybe he's your seventh or eighth guy mm-hmm. in terms of the inning right there. A closer, I, I just don't see it. If, if you guys are putting all your eggs in that basket, like I said, good luck. Hmm. Not what you want to hear? I want to hear the truth. No, you want to hear what you, you thought. Know, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just telling you how, I mean, look, he blew the game for us against Arizona when we were out there. And, I mean, many others that they, the bats got behind him and they, and they rallied and they cleaned him up for him. But it's just he's, he is the type of guy that once you get to him, his confidence is rattled. Just look at the stats and look how it has gone last year. And I just it's hard for me to believe he got ten from the Phillies last year. He gets thirteen from Baltimore. I like him as a seventh, eighth inning guy, but if he's your closer, no, you guys got big issues. Well he's gotta there. be he's gotta be the closer because you don't give thirteen million dollars to the setup guy. That's a great point. Well then let's see where we are when we get uh halfway through the season and then we'll we'll have to revisit this conversation. I hope so. <laughs> What about the game here with the weather considered and you know, who's coming in? They said the Rams are not to be overlooked. How do you see the game going? I mean, the Ravens coming off of the bye, I think that's the big thing here. L.A. traveling coast to coast. It's a lot to come in here with this rain, too. I think the Ravens pull it out. I think it's closer than people think, though. I'm going to go 21-17, and that score is just based off of the fact that it's supposed to rain all game, whether it's light or not. Uh, but I, I really, to me, the biggest matchup here outside of, you know, the game being won in the trenches, I want to see how the Ravens secondary handles this passing attack. Because now that Kyron Williams is back, it opens things up for everybody else on that offensive side with the Rams. And to me, this is the best receiving core that they have faced with a healthy quarterback this season. So that's how yeah. I want to see how the secondary matches up and how it plays out. But Ravens 21, Rams 17. All right, so we got a couple of big matchups. I got to ask you about them: Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles, Cowboys. What do you think happens in those two? Well, I said before the Forty ers game with the Eagles that these next two games between the Niners and the Cowboys that the Eagles were going to drop one of those. So they got smoked by San Fran last week. There's no beating around the bush. They got punched right in the mouth. I think that they rebound this week against Dallas and they win that one. Bills, Chiefs. Oh man, I mean the Chiefs coming off of the loss. I'm going to go with Kansas City because Andy Reid, back-to-back losses, it just it's not in his gene system. So I'll go Kansas City there. I don't think Buffalo has it this year, and I think Philly knocks off Dallas. There he is. Where are you going to be this week? Hey, forget about where I'm going to be this week. One thing I want to say is for Tuesday, we usually don't publicize it and we're not going to, but we're taking 150, 200 inner-city kids on a huge shopping spree at Walmart this week with Zay Flowers and Keaton Mitchell. Oh, Tori awesome. Smith will be there too. Uh, this is what the holiday season is all That's about. Awesome. Watching these kids yeah. light up and, and the smiles that they get on their face. Uh, that, that's why we do what we do. So that's just a reminder for everybody, if you can, give back, make a kid smile, make anyone smile, because that's what it's about this time of the year. You are the man. Thanks a lot, Rick. Ritter, uh, have a great weekend.
Guys, have a great weekend. I hope your families are doing well. It's good to be back with you. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Absolutely, man. That's Rick Ritter from WJZ TV doing a great thing. Uh, Zay Flowers doing a great thing as well. Man, I like that. I like that. Yep. It's time. It's the season. It's nice. It, it is really nice. I, you know, guys don't get enough credit for giving back, and sometimes it even gets thrown in their face. Oh, great. You gave away a bunch of turkeys, or you did this. Like, mm-hmm. it is important. There's so many people out there that have less than and just helping out or whatever you can do. I know you have your toy drive coming up, Ed. Next week. Um, and, and I just think that stuff's great, man, because there's there's a lot of less fortunate people out there with all you know, all jokes aside. Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. Find out what we learned today on the fan. Speaking of which, <laughs> is Jeffrey in here? Yeah, I don't know if anybody did Jeffrey last night. Did you do Jeffrey? What? Yeah, Jeffrey. You know who Jeffrey is, right? No. Explain to him who Jeffrey is. So Jeffrey was from Get Him to the Greek. That was the drug that they took. And all they like, you know, when it when you take it, it makes you want to go up against the wall and just touch things. It feels so good. And I mean, I thought so because you walked behind me oh, and rubbed your hand on my jacket and you said, ooh, that's nice. Yeah, don't I thought you took Jeffrey. Rob doesn't want to be touched. He doesn't like human touch. I touched him. You I rubbed him. You didn't touch me. You rubbed your, Joe, you witnessed this. Joe, did he just touch me or did he rub his pretty hand? Weird. It was pretty There you go. Pretty weird, dude. He was very uncomfortable. <laughs> he rubbed his hand on my jacket and said, Ooh, that's nice. This guy got a satin panel. In the back. In the back. Which is the only thing you'd see anyway. What, what is happening? Today? I don't know. Is this, is this he a said satin zone? panel? It, he used the word satin panel. What? What? This wants to win. Leave him alone. This <laughs> sad panel. If you're not telling your friends to tune into this right now and listen to this until it ends, I, like he made me jump. He didn't just touch me. He rubbed his hand on my back, and I was doing it on my a, shoulder rather. Yeah, I had a commercial read, so obviously I'm not looking up, so right. I didn't get to see it. But when I did finally look up, Rob had this perplexed look on his face, like, "What did just I just happened?" Get <laughs> What the hell was that? What just happened? Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> that's the joy of the Jeffrey, you see. It goes away, but then it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear how slow you were talking now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was pausing for dramatic purposes. Uh, we weren't making fun of you. I mean, you didn't have to. Without a I was purpose. jealous. I'm going to buy edibles today. <laughs> I'm going right after the show. Oh, man. Wait a minute. I thought you stopped. I did. So and I can start it again. again. All right. And we start again. Yeah. He's pulling him back in. I thought I was out until I saw Ed this morning. He got that's, where I, that's where I want to be. That was something. Keep a smile on my face. He came in all... Happy, we, but like, so can we can we talk about like he came in after me, which is I'm usually the last one here, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, um, and so then we started to go, uh oh, is that okay? And then I even said to Rob, I said, you think you think he's uh, <laughs> I think he's still got a little something in that system there, and here he comes lumbering around the corner. Doop. I was waiting for somebody with a tuba behind him playing or something. <laughs> Man. But he feels good now, right? Now it's time for you to find out. Looking good. What we learned today. today. (laughs) Ed Norris, what did you learn today, fella? (laughs) Well, I think what I should mention is just that um, Rick kind of reminded me I should uh, start 
talking about this is only a week away. The holiday wish drive that we have every year in conjunction with the Mount Washington Tavern to support the Mount Washington Pediatric Hospital is next Thursday, December fourteenth. Uh, it's five to seven p.m. Just bring a you know unwrapped toy, boy, girl, toddler to teen. Um, it just it's again that time of year we try to do something for these kids were stuck in a hospital over the holidays. So that's next Thursday, December fourteenth, five to seven, Mount Washington Tavern. Please come by and uh, have a drink, bring a toy. It's, a, it's always fun. It's a fun uh, event. It's a lot of year. fun. It's it a lot of fun. Today is National Brownie Day. Mm. It looked like you had some brownies before you got here. The <laughs> 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 day is National Brownie. You like brownies? Yeah, love brownies. I prefer cookies. I'm see. I'm I'm more of a. I want to really go specific on you. I like brookies. The edge of the brownies. Oh, really? Yeah. I like yeah. the, the corner. Piece. The corner. Yes. You would. I like the it's corner of the brownies. Yes. 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 I'm sorry. People don't know how to bake. The cookies need to be soft. The brownies, to me, need to be gooey. I want them like half like cooked. Gooey. I don't like gooey. I brownies. want my brownies and cookies medium rare. <laughs> do you like the walnuts in the brownies? Or you I don't like mind that. It? I love nuts. We know you do. I like mine without the walnuts. You're, you're a brownie guy, Joe? I'm a cookie guy, uh-huh. but on that note, there is uh, there's a box of oatmeal raisin right here, and then one out there. Uh-huh. That might be the worst cookie of all time. Oatmeal raisin, oatmeal oh, raisin is awful because you go up to it and be like, "Oh man, chocolate chip cookies." Nope, oatmeal raisin. Oh, I love, I love those oatmeal cookies. You, man. Terrible. I hate raisins. You go to hell. I don't like oatmeal. The only thing I'll say about the cookie, there's a, another box of those on the counter in yeah. the coffee room. Yeah. They keep disappearing. No, people keep taking off pieces. Half of it. Who yes. does that? Yeah, if you can't cut it, then don't do and it. I'm don't do off that. Of what Joe said. I've been going around talking to people about grapes for weeks. I'm raising awareness. Oh my God, we're not oh. done yet. We're not done. What? It's not your. It's not your job. Yet. All right, a couple of birthdays in sports. Uh, Roy Firestone celebrating the birthday my guy. today. Former Heisman Trophy winner to the University of South Carolina. George Rogers. Celebrating the birthday today. Former NASCAR driver. Is he former or is he still doing it? Greg Newman. I mean, Ryan Newman. Is he still active? Greg anyway, Newman is not. He's celebrating the birthday today. Former NFL quarterback. Has he retired officially yet? Philip Rivers celebrating the birthday. Has he officially retired? <laughs> he got 11 yet? kids now. Oh, my Full team. Speaking of having a lot of kids, Dwight Howard. <laughs> By the way, Dwight Howard celebrating the birthday today. I can't wait to release my podcast. I got so many crazy stories to talk about. Like where you're laying your wood. Yeah, everybody wants to hear about you, Dwight. <laughs> and former Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Mussina celebrating a birthday today. Now, Jeremy Kyle, what you got? Yeah, my wife said I was terrible in bed. I told her it's unfair to make a judgment in less than a minute. Hey. And then I just came across my wife's Tinder profile and I'm angry about her lies. She's not fun to be around. (laughs) Went to the library and said, do you have that new book on living with a small penis? And the librarian said, I'm sorry, I don't think it's in yet. I said, yep, that's the one. (laughs) I don't know if I told you guys, my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records, but then that librarian told me to take it out. (laughs) All right, two more. What's the best way to cook toilet paper? You brown it on one side. Oh, <laughs> goodness. And you filthy-minded animals, what's six inches long and has two nuts? And I'm enjoy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of good ones. What do you call a masturbating cow? Beef stroganoff. <laughs> 
And I posted Ed's favorite joke that I tell over and over and over again. My wife just gave birth today, and after thanking the doctor, I pulled him aside and sheepishly asked, how soon do you think we'll be able to have sex? He winked at me and said, I'm off duty in 10 minutes. Meet me in the parking lot. <laughs> anyway, that's it. He had to throw one of those in, didn't he? Of course. He had to throw one of those in. Like, there's a bunch of good ones that can be reused over and over again. Like, did you hear about the guy who dipped his testicles in glitter? Pretty nuts, if you ask me. What if a guy has, like, a 12-inch member, you know, sticking out of his forehead? And how much of it can he see? How much of it can he see? Yeah. I don't know. Not not to be in his eyes. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. What the hell is going on here? (laughs) Indian goggles. (laughs) What the? You too, Joe? <laughs> and then, Vinny and Haney up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I asked my wife, so do you think the cup is half full or half empty? And you know what she said to me? Please, for the love of God, will you take off my bra? The cup is half full. Vinny and Haney up next. Have yourselves a safe and wonderful weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 